Hi, this is Matt. And this is also Matt. And welcome to the Welcome Matt. It's a friendship podcast. Matt, 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 welcome back to the Matt, Matt, welcome back to the Welcome Matt episode four, four, maybe, depending upon what order we release things in. It is episode four, but for all we know, this could be episode one if the other three we just scrap. So and then and then we'll just leave this in the recording so that you know that I don't know. We're not perfect. That we're not but perfect in the first three weren't that funny, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of like Star Wars. Is it episode one? Is it the first one? Is it the fourth one? Which one are you talking about? Well, if it is like Star Wars, this is going to be the best one, and other people are going to just spit in the face of every other episode. Yep, I agree. Let's do it. Cool. Matt, how's your <laughs> how's your week been, man? Uh, You know, pretty good. I, uh, I, gotta, I have a little story for you. So, you know, I go to the skate park pretty often. I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be a cool guy, but I go there pretty often. And uh, every once in a while, if you get there and there's not that many people around, bring your little speaker and you can play some some tunes while you're gone. And so I play my tunes. I usually I queue up a few that I'm like, oh, man, this can be good skateboarding music. You know, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack from the early 2000s love it that's not exactly what i always play but it you know you get the feeling um but a little bit ago i um i queued up my songs and kept on skating i got into it what can i say i was passionate in that moment and i forgot and then after my songs queued up my audiobook just starts blaring in every single teenager who's like 14 and like is trying to be so cool is like dude literally what is that oh oh <laughs> and they all like turn as if like i just committed a war crime like, <laughs> like okay it's like okay sorry you get to listen to one of the best books ever the hobbit okay <laughs> i was gonna ask what book like what book was it does matter because you know if it starts off with like romeo and juliet or something yeah it's not that twilight by stephanie meyer is that her name i think it is that would not i I don't know uh anyway (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i've not read all of them and watched all of them last weekend whatever Uh, uh, um, definitely not my favorite i don't know so you do this audiobook plays how do you how do you like how do you play it off you can't you you're in a did you just go home no i did not leave (laughs) (laughs) sorry you're in a coliseum of like edgy teenagers who like think they're so cool and so to see someone publicly make a mistake they're like oh this guy reads well it's like that it's not like it literally is the john mulaney bit 
where he talks about how 13 year old boys are the or middle school boys are the meanest group of people on the planet because yeah. they like attack you in a very like in the thing that you're like the most insecure about and you know i'm not i don't, I, I don't even feel like i'm insecure about it but i just i feel like that probably has to happen fairly often like audiobook goes off people are listening to tunes i don't know or the ringtone for your phone goes off. Yeah, like that that happens, right? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm irrelevant by listening to books. All those kids put on do not disturb before they uh put their phone up not before. to risk it then they know better. That's the thing. People skate with their phones in their pockets and like AirPods in like all this stuff. Like lordy. Yeah, but that also that does remind me of something. ESPN does based off the movie Dodgeball. Does a thing right. called ESPN Eight, the Ocho. Oh, I I know of this. Yeah, you've heard it. Yeah, so they they basically put on like irrelevant and obscure sports. Mm-hmm. Now, like something like cornhole used to be on that. Obviously, that's a lot more mainstream since COVID hit. For, since no other sports were playing, cornhole was like <laughs> we're going to rise to the occasion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, good job to their PR team. Yeah, I guess. Hey, you guys may die from this virus that we just found out about, but you guys are going to get airtime. I can and so, sink a sick old cornhole. Air. I don't know. I don't know the slang. You mean an, an airmail? Is that what they call it? When it when it basically is a swish. Oh, like dude, touches. you're anyway. such a dad. Oh. Well, thanks. Thanks to the Ocho. I know a lot. But something that did come up, they had the junior tournament coming up. Oh. And they had all, all the kids wearing their AirPods, though, when they were playing. One thought that I've had is their coaches might actually be talking to them. I would agree with you, but from my experience, not to put myself in a box, from my experience of bowling tournaments, okay, it was the same idea. Like kids would warm up with their with their AirPods or whatever in, um, but tournaments had rules where you weren't allowed to wear them during competition. Okay, and similar to the skate park guys, I think. 50% of it is to look cool. And then the other 50% is to like, they need something stimulating to like almost get out of the digital and into the, into the analog as you like to describe yourself. Oh yeah. There's nothing more analog than skateboarding. If you think about it, it's some weird plastic and wood and you're just trying to ride around on that. I was going to say, I thought you're about to, I thought you're about to say there's nothing more analog than than me like as in <laughs> no. yourself no we're recording a the podcast. guy who yeah but the guy who didn't own a tv until like last week so no but it's a great tv <laughs> that's hilarious yeah i don't uh, know what about you what, what's been going on in your life matt well speaking of analog Whoa. uh my fiance and i were walking around target she thought this trip was going to be about her as 99.9 <laughs> 9% of our target trips are until I peer down the toy aisle and find my favorite game from my childhood, Bullseye Ball, and I plug it in and I hear this. So, you want to play Bullseye Ball? Heck yeah, I want to play Bullseye Ball. <laughs> and so I, I oh, immediately man. look at the price and it's $20.99. And you're going to probably hear a little bit of that background noise for a minute. That's fine. But... I was like, I'm buying this. And then I bought batteries. So I spent like 30 bucks on this thing. Batteries are, that's a commitment. Yes. And it has been awesome. Wait, okay. To to the people who don't know what bullseye ball is though, like me, (laughs) what is it? 
Because okay. I, I can see it in the video, but also like... I get what you mean. Uh, the best way to describe it, well, I can do what the commercial did. And they're like, ball, trampoline, target. Um, but basically, it's it's almost like mini ski ball. So you have, a, there's, you get, there's these balls in the target with th- like three different targets you can hit. And then there's a trampoline at the base. And so you bounce the balls off the trampoline into the target. And then... You have 30 seconds to get as many points as you want. But that was the old version. The new version has like a bunch of different games. It's uh anyway, Kelly and I have decided this is gonna be when we can't make a decision or someone needs to make a decision <laughs> or like that kind of a thing, we're just gonna yeah, bust yeah. this thing out and that's how it's that's how it's gonna go. So it's it's almost it's almost a form of marriage counseling, is what we're finding out. So huh, interesting. As in whoever wins gets to make the decision. Or can force the other person to make the decision okay yeah sure that's the agreement (laughs) well for right now it sounds like a good marriage counselor for when you guys get really good at it and it gets really competitive sounds terrible you've been married for longer i get it but no 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 no, no. i i i'm a simpleton (laughs) emma and i play a lot of speed um nice the like card game um and recently we have set up We've made our own game, which makes us sound like big old nerds. Emma doesn't do like board games really, but sure, we split the deck in half, and then with each person with half of it plays a quick like spider solitaire in a in a race against the other person. Wow! And it is so fun. So I'm I'm glad that you have your game now. I didn't think it would be bullseye ball, you know, 48 hours ago, but here we are. So. And I'm not mad about it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm glad. Hey there, listener. Would you like 15% off Audible? Well, we're not sponsored, so I can't really give that to you. But if you want to help us out, you can always leave a review for us on Spotify or Apple or whatever. And uh, we, ha- we have an Instagram page now. It's uh, the Welcome Mat Pod. Uh, exactly how you'd think it'd be spelled. Wait, no. Uh, there's an extra T. It's the welcome mat, as in the name, Matt. But yeah, we're working on our audio, improving some of it, and I think it'll be getting better here in a moment here, so I'm excited uh, to let you know about that. But I'll let you get back to the show. Thanks so much. All right, let me let me tell you about something that's been going on in my life. Not a, You might think that was a very serious intro, or that important stuff is going on in my life? Yes, but not this. Um, <laughs> I've been getting very into terrariums. Terrariums. Elaborate. So that's what every single person sounds like when they hear me talk about one. Uh, because they're like, cool, plants in a jar. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it's so fun. It, so it's like a completely sealed thing. And remember in elementary school, you would learn the like the water system thing. That's exactly what I was thinking when you when you said it was sealed. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what the water process is, if you remember. Evaporation, condensation, precipitation. They're on my mind. In fact, these are the words of the water cycle and they happen all the time. Um, that's what I remember. Yes, that's it. You're doing it. Yes. Oh, but God. I remember we... <laughs> 
we would put well, the experiment we did was we experiment. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. Right. We put a <laughs> we put a cup we put a cup outside or inside, and we had one cup with uh like saran wrap on top yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. and another cup without saran wrap. And it was like okay, after a month, how much water is left in each one? That's an experiment. Yeah, I mean, maybe my teacher was going in the middle, you know, just kind of pouring it out a little bit, speed up the water cycle. Yeah, I don't know. But it's essentially (laughs) that you can create like a little earth in there. And it really is as simple as like you put some rocks at the bottom, put some dirt on top of it. You find some little like plants and then you like this might gross people out. So I'm sorry, but you like maybe pick up a big old log that might have like some little insects under it and you drop them in there. But it creates this like whole ecosystem and so like there's that spider there's a snail there's a few other insects also that spider killed off so many of the other insects which oh i could imagine yeah no it but in a way that kind of i've never thought of like a tiny tiny spider as like a predator but within a few days most of the insects were dead yeah isn't that crazy and we just stomp on them yeah we stomp on them because we're the predators (laughs) okay so the question I have is what triggered what triggered like I'm going to make a terrarium. The real trace is one of my buddies uh, who his name is Wes and he's a super sick guy. You wouldn't think that he's into this stuff, but he's he's into like this, like almost like aquarium design. Okay. And so I remember I went to this Vietnamese restaurant. They had a sick aquarium that was mostly plants. And I was like, Hey, Wes, look at this. This is super cool. Uh, And then I think that, I don't know, the FBI heard that and started putting that into my YouTube videos. Well, it's funny because Kelly and I, not to make it about me, I'm sorry, uh, but Kelly and I- It's almost as if it's a podcast about the both of us. Oh, whatever. We, uh, for Mother's Day, her dad and her mom had this idea to make terrariums for, so each each couple basically had, had a terrarium to make. And so we made this terrarium and whichever terrarium survived the longest or what, sorry, we're not about winners. We're about not losing. So whoever, (laughs) whoever's terrarium died first, whoever threw out their terrarium first owes everyone else margaritas. I'm not going to say who lost, but it wasn't us. Um, How's your terrarium going? uh, It it definitely did die. Um, And it died a, a horrible death. What we did though, is we cleared out the jar and because Kelly is a nurse, she, puts marbles in the jar for each time a, she has a baby that she delivers. Okay. So that way she, I guess that's something that the nurses are doing. It's actually kind of cool though. Cause now she has yeah, like no, a record like of, that. yeah, I think it's cool. So she, you know, after every shift puts a couple marbles in the jar. Okay. That's, that's cool. I don't know if that's as cool as a terrarium. Sorry, but, uh, uh both are symbolizing new life. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Well, uh, Anyways, anyway, that's my pitch on terrariums and how they're sick. I could probably get into more of the science of them, but at the very least, they're very cool and fun to make, and they can also just last a really long time. Totally. So there's that. Yeah, I've been thinking for us, you know, we've been, we've got a lot of wedding gifts that have been coming in. Oh, yeah. My fiance is awesome, and I trust her with everything. There's no but to that. When we were creating the registry, though, there were certain things that I was like, do we really need this? You know? Right. So there's been a couple of things. One of the things is silverware. I have like, you know, cheap $10 sets of silverware from Target and we got, you know, nice silverware. 
And I was like, we don't need this until I'm scooping ice cream and my spoon isn't bending. And I'm like, wow, I get, I get it. But one of the cool things we registered for, um, was a record player. Now I know you're thinking, man, Matt, you're, you know, trying to fit in with the hip indie crowd that already has all these record players. No, 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 dude. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a gatekeeper in any way. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I was just setting, setting it up just in case. Okay, great. Growing up though, I had a record player in my bedroom before it was cool. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, so now I'm putting Matt everyone here. I'm putting everyone else in a box. It was putting me in a box. Um, but it was my it was my parents that they had in in the eighties when they were first married, and uh, and they have a ton of records that my mom won't won't let me take because she's like still wants them, which is awesome. Um, but we've just been slowly adding to this record collection, and dude, it's just so nice to have a good set of bookshelf speakers. Oh yeah, and a record player. Like oh yeah, and again, things that I wouldn't have necessarily thought. Oh, this would be a great thing to register for, but there's like little things that I'm like, wow, this is, this is awesome. But the record player has been great. I bring it up to ask you a question, which is, do you have any records that you like to, Oh, I can see. I literally have the same speakers. Yeah, no, I mean, I bought these speakers when I was like in high school, so I wasn't working with a lot of money. So they're not the best speakers West of the Mississippi, but, uh, no, you're good. It's funny. Cause I, those are like edifier speakers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got the same ones. So oh, that's great. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, the question I had, although I will say this, you are reminding me of Sonic Boom in Ballard yeah. and great place, great spot, especially for used vinyls. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But it, listening to a record front to back, as you have to on a record player, really does make you think not like what songs are good, but what albums are good. Yeah. And so I've been trying to rank out albums like my top 10 favorite albums back to back do you have an album that you're like this is an album i can listen to cover to cover that is just so solid man it it, i truly you know me i'm very much into music and all that so i have quite a few um this one is a piece of art for various reasons but i think uh the postal service album I only have one, um, but it is so good. You've probably heard like such great heights. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 whatever. Uh, if you have it in a record form, oftentimes people will be like, the second half of the album just doesn't go very well. It does if you actually have it on vinyl. They they play like two different records. It's like a they feel like sister albums to a degree where they complement each other perfectly, but they do feel very different. So I think Give Up by The Postal Service. Great album. Um, another suggestion, the Minecraft soundtrack. I just, I can't believe that was what you said out loud, but I trust you. Okay, well, fight me on this. The, what's your rebuttal? I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't played Minecraft since I was in seventh grade. So I could tell your, you. Your loss. Honestly, okay. your loss. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just shocked that that was what came out of your mouth. You know what I mean? It is so good. I believe you. I was. It's interesting, though, because when you talk about vinyls being printed the way they are, it does make me think like how much records have changed 
yeah. in that sense. It's like, I mean, obviously Kanye has some very short records, but Kanye right. also has some very long records. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is interesting that sides A and B like was something that had to be thought through. And uh, like, I see a lot of, if you look at a lot of albums and this is just my observation and right. I don't have any science to back this up, but a lot of older albums, the fourth or the first or the fourth track on the album tend to be like the singles and the most popular songs off the albums. Hmm. And I think it's because it's the first or the last song on the first side of the album. And also like little seven inches, uh, the like yep. little the singles. singles. Yeah. Th- those used to be a regular thing. So you really only got like two songs on that single where people are like, we have to get our like hit songs out, but we can only narrow it down to like two. Yep. Well, Matt, as always, it's a great time coming to the welcome mat and getting a chance oh, to talk yeah. to you. Dusting off those shoes on the welcome mat and the, the day's dirt off. And you know what else is even better than getting the day's dirt off of your shoes? The Mariners win last night in that th- 13 innings. You know, that's pretty great, but I was going to say okay, okay. liking, commenting, or sharing this podcast with your, with your friends. Uh, Matt and I know we're not the funniest guys in the world, but we also know this is probably a highlight of your day. So oh, yeah. go ahead and make it the highlight of somebody else's day. Um, we appreciate it and reach out to us. If you have any comments or suggestions, we're, we're here to, to grow and develop as, as podcasters. Damn, Matt, that was smooth. Is that how the kids at the skate park sound? No, definitely not. (laughs) Anyways, uh, thanks everyone and talk to you later. See ya. See ya.